Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Talent Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the In Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the country in the suites by Radisson in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. But super excited to have great guests today, my friends Jason Black and Michael Weinstein of Weinstein and Black. That makes it easy. Jason, welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Good to see you. And Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Well, we, we go through all our pre-show, pre-gaming and whatever, but you're here and we're excited. So let's let you guys take turns just as kind of a question to our local audience, our land audience, our national audience. Start with, we'll start with Michael. You know, you, you come first in the law firm. So I guess we got to just briefly let us know a little bit about you or your background for our audience, Michael. Yeah. Um, so I'm born and raised in New York. Uh, went to... College at Michigan State, came back home, went to law school at Hofstra, moved to Atlanta in 1990, excuse me, 2002. Been here for about 19 years, hooked up with Jason uh, about a year or so ago, and uh, we've got a law firm, and um, that's about it. Yeah, and you weren't really happy with that college football uh, number three seed last week, huh? I was happy with it until we <laughs> lost to Purdue. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then somehow they put us behind Michigan even though we beat them so that's, the, the Boilermakers always get I you. watched that game and I was waiting for somebody I've been waiting all week for just admit and beat a Michigan State fan so that's all right yeah. I've had a good season uh, I've had a good season all right so Mr. Black Jason Black here Jason let our audience know a little bit about you or your your background whatever yeah sure I was uh I was born in Florida moved up here while I was in uh, elementary school to Georgia um grew up in and around the Gwinnett County area graduated from Decula um and then quickly proceeded into a career in law enforcement, um, worked for Jackson County Sheriff's Office for about a year, uh, went to the police academy where I was a police officer for 13 years, um, had a, had a interesting but great career while, while doing that, um, decided to have a midlife crisis instead of, uh, buying a sports car. I, I got some student loans and went to law school. <laughs> yeah. um, you you and, know why I'm laughing because we've talked. And uh, since then, um, you know, I, I practiced a couple years with a with a local firm in Gwinnett County, and um, Mike here beat me in a, a trial, and uh, the rest <laughs> is history. I, I had to I had to be his partner, so he didn't beat me anymore. That's, well, you know, this is uh, the Tom Brady factor, you know, Belichick and Brady. But no, that's awesome. Um, I want to hear more about that, but. Um, so y'all's firm, uh, I know you have several locations, but Weinstein and Black, just tell us a little bit. I know you're growing, super excited for your growth, but let our audience know some of the areas. I mean, I know we can just talk about law, but I also want to talk about why y'all are different. But let's just start off with what you do kind of on a daily basis and and, and maybe misconceptions about attorneys and, and things. And I know, Jason, you've shared that with me before, but our audience should know. So it's a broad question, but just what you think uh, you'd like to share about what you guys do and then maybe misconceptions about attorneys. Mike, go ahead. So we've got, we've got multiple practice areas. We do a lot of commercial real estate, um, usually representing property owners if they're dealing with 
landlord-tenant issues or whether they're buying buildings or selling buildings. Um, we represent individuals and companies when they've got property insurance claims. So if you've got a house or a building that suffers wind damage, fire damage, we'll represent you to make sure you get paid whatever you're entitled to underneath your policy. Um, you know, then we do general civil litigation. Brian, uh, Jason could talk about it a little bit more, but we do some personal injury work, uh, some wills, trusts, and estates, uh, some family law work. So it, it kind of runs the gamut. We've got three lawyers now. We've got two offices, one in Atlanta, one in uh, Jefferson. We've got three lawyers. We're about to hire two more. So before the end of the year, awesome. we'll be at five lawyers um, and continuing to grow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Jason? Yeah, so Mike Mike kind of handles what, what he said. I, I do primarily um, general civil litigation, family law, criminal law, and personal injury. Um, we do – our associate, Dave McDonald, does a lot of estate stuff um, and has kind of become his little forte in, in, in our practice. Um, and and re really, we, we kind of focus on being a one-stop shop, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think the, the biggest thing when you're looking for a lawyer is you're trying to find – who the right person is and you know is is this attorney able to handle my matters and uh i think we we is we you know we offer a unique situation that you can come to weinstein and black and you have great experienced lawyers that are able to offer pretty much multiple you know different services all in all in one house as opposed to having to go find a family lawyer. Right. And then if your brother gets a DUI, now I need a DUI lawyer. We're able to kind of cover the gambit. You had told me something. I think we were talking uh, at one point, Jason, you were saying something about people often don't know they should have a lawyer before they need a lawyer. 100%. You know, I, I think, you know, in society, everybody goes, oh, I don't want to have a lawyer, right? Because then, you know, the it's a negative connotation that somehow having a lawyer, something bad has happened. Mm -hmm. But I think it's good to, to establish a relationship with a lawyer at some point in time, you know, whether it's especially with, with today and, and the pandemic, a lot of people are doing a lot of estate planning and things of that nature. Finding somebody that you're comfortable with that you can go to and ask the questions and have communication and have an open line, um, you know, that's something that Mike and I really value um, in, our, in our service is being open and available to our clients. I think that's the biggest complaint that I ever hear from other people is I used to have a lawyer and he never called me back or she never called me back and I paid him $30,000 to do this um, and I, I never could get him on the phone. So they got burned and assuming everybody's in that bucket. Is that fair for you, Mike? Yeah, and I think, you know, going back to your question before about misconceptions, mm -hmm. I think people get – if they don't if they've never worked with a lawyer before, I think the first thing they think about is how much is it going to cost? Right. And it's going to be a lot of money. And that's not really the case. Right. I mean, we're a small firm. We, you know, we work with our clients to make sure that it makes sense financially. But, you know, it's not anytime you call, call a lawyer, you're going to spend $5,000. It could be a lot less than that. And so what we want to do is we want we want to be approachable. We want people to be able to call us with not being concerned about how much is it going to cost? And am I paying you for this phone call? I mean, that's not how we operate. We try to build relationships. We want people to be comfortable. I mean, and the misconception is at the end of the day, we're just normal guys like <laughs> anybody else. We just happen to do, you know, we just happen to be lawyers, but you know, we've got kids and families and, you know, so they shouldn't be concerned about approaching a lawyer and 
it is true, you know, if you think about doing a business transaction and you don't have a contract and then something goes wrong, it makes it a lot more difficult to resolve that issue if you're not protected on the front end. 100%. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I, I'm going to jump on that with, with both of you guys. So was there a mentor? Well, I'm going to ask you, Jason, first, what was the turning point where you, you would have these other careers that you said, hey, man, I want to go to law school? <laughs> I mean, was there, was there an epiphany moment or you been thinking about it? Um, so the way that came to be, um, I, I, I was fortunate enough to, to progress in my law enforcement career pretty quickly. Um, and, and, you know, I had a mentor um, in the police department that kind of paved that way to allow me to do a lot of really cool things, um, but also get promoted pretty quickly. Um, and I got to, um, I guess I was 28 years old. I was supervisor over the criminal investigations division for the police department that I was working for. And my, my mentor and my, my supervisor at the time was like, I really think you need to go back to school and get your bachelor's degree. So I did that. Um, I went online through Liberty University mm -hmm. and got my criminal justice degree and, um, and, and completed that. And I thought, you know, when I got my, my bachelor's degree, like there was going to be like some magical key to the world <laughs> that I got because right. I was like educated. Right. Yeah, right. And, uh, I got it and I come back to work and they were like, yeah, that's really great. That's really awesome. You can hang out. Um, now that you have a bachelor's degree, you can hang out, get old, and maybe one day you'll be the chief of police. I was 30 years old, and I thought to myself, hang out and get old seems really, really, really crazy um, because I just wanted more in my mm -hmm. career. Mm -hmm. So I thought about going and getting my public administration degree and continuing my, my efforts in law enforcement. Um, and then a couple of the prosecutors in, in the jurisdiction that I was working were like, you need to go to law school. You would be really great at it. Wow. Mostly probably because I like to argue <laughs> with the wall or anything else. Um, so uh, my wife and I, you know, I, at the time I had two small kids and it was going to be quite a feat to continue to work and try to go to law school part time. So um, ultimately, uh, my wife and I made that decision and we took the L I took the LSAT and got admitted and awesome. we uh, away we went. So. Uh, you and I have talked about trying to be in a, a grown-up, uh, going back and getting an advanced degree. It's, it's, a it's a tough one to balance. I mean, yeah. it is a tough one. But I'm glad glad you did because you wouldn't be uh, you guys wouldn't be partnering together. But what what is uh, what is probably the favorite thing about your what you guys guys get to do each day? I mean, what's the favorite part about being an attorney? I mean, it's got to be helping people, right? I mean, whoever we're dealing with, it's because they've got some kind of situation whether it's litigation or they're trying to buy a piece of property or or do something so we're here you know we're here to help people and um you know kind of the most gratifying thing is to get a good result for a client that they're happy with because you know if you do that they are going to be grateful they're going to come back again um if they're if another issue arises so i mean that's that's really why we do what we do is to just help our clients and those i guess relationships 100%, you know, uh, to build on that, you know, I think it's, 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 a, it's, it's extremely gratifi gratifying to get this complex issue with so many different variables. You know, you're dealing with people and personalities and all number of things to, to then problem solve in a way that you're able to get everybody on the same page to resolve the issue. Um, and then also establishing these relationships with our clients. I mean, most of our clients are 
reoccurring clients. We, we represent them in their businesses and we help them, you know, make good business decisions. But then, you know, when they get a speeding ticket or they have some kind of issue with their family or they have a relative that needs help, we end up getting to have relationships with a lot of our clients that day in and day out become more than clients. And, and yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing that I enjoy is, you know, Mike, Mike kind of mans and, and runs the Peachtree Corners office and, and I'm up in Jefferson and Jefferson's still kind of a small town yeah. America, right? Um, everybody kind of knows everybody. And, and, you know, when you get to help people in your community and then also see them on Friday night at the football game and, and they appreciate what you're doing for them and what you have done for them, it, it, it's a really nice feeling. And, and, you know, you're actually helping your fellow man as opposed to I guess, making widgets or something like that. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I come at it from a different side, but, you know, just put my marketing hat on when people want you to do something. The favorite part is I want to enjoy who I'm working with, right? Because it's not just about, hey, they'll write a check. Because if it's not a relationship really that you can go, I like that, go deep with tentacles and meet other people and they come back. Those are the ones I really enjoy. It doesn't mean I don't take on the other things, but I learned early on, if you say yes to everybody and you don't feel good about it, a lot of times that's a bad decision. Yeah, and I, right. had a, I had a mentor mentor early on who, when I started my own firm in 2008, and um, I had a mentor early on who said that the most difficult thing you're going to be able to say is no. Yeah. Right? Because you want to be able to get clients and make money, of course, and get good results. And sometimes, you know, saying no and not getting involved with either an individual or a certain, you know, situation you know, makes sense. I mean, I think one of the things we try to pride ourselves on is, you know, we're not going to be able to take, you know, every case that walks in the door, 100%. you know, number one, maybe there's a personality conflict, but quite frankly, I think more importantly is, you know, if we don't think we can get a result, the client's going to be happy about, then it's not meant to be. Exactly. And that's how we kind of try to, that's how we try to operate. You know, it's funny. Uh, I was thinking that probably about 10 years ago, I took on a speaking assignment. And honestly, in my gut, the pay was good. But it was something a little bit out of my wheelhouse. And it was like, I, I think I can do this. And I look back, it was a colossal flop. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what I was trying to do was fit this fifth dimension of what they wanted. And it was out of the four dimensions I'm good at. And the older me would tell the younger me, punt. Don't, don't, I remember standing there going, as I did four of these things back, I'm like, oh no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I agree with you hundred percent, but you know, sometimes when you're learning it, it, it sounds good. But if you, you know, looking at that personal as you were so, saying was going, I should have just said, no, uh, I don't think this is the th best thing for me. And in subsequent years, I've learned that, but you know, you learn sure. as you go along, you learn as you go along. What, but what is this, the, you know, with, with law and with, with other things, people are looking at, you know, they're going to get gouged and, you know, put these, you know, all these things together. And I know you guys hundred percent operate a different way. It's very fair for the value you get. And, and, but you know, if there was one thing you could change about either the industry or way people do things that end up lumping you guys in with them, that you have to differentiate yourself, what would you, what would you say that's the misconception that we're not those guys? <laughs> we're not those guys. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things we, again, try to, you know, build upon is we're not going to charge for every phone call. We're not going to charge for every email. Um, it needs to make sense from an economic standpoint as well as a results-driven standpoint. We don't want, 
you know, we want our clients to call us. We want them to reach out to us. We don't want them to be fearful that anytime they call us, you know, we got the meter running and it's going to cost them money. I mean, that's just, I think a lot of people feel like lawyers are not approachable because they're very expensive. And, you know, every situation is a little bit different, but, you know, we want to be approachable. We, you know, we try to bring a common sense approach. You know, the one thing we always say is, you know, if you get involved in a situation where you think there may be a lawsuit involved, that's always the last resort. Yeah. Right. You got to try to resolve it before you get to litigation, because if you get to litigation, it's going to cost a lot more money. It's going to take a lot more time. It's going to be a lot more stressful. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we work to avoid that, um, you know, that's what we try to do. And so I think the misconception is, again, lawyers aren't approachable and I don't want to call them because it's going to cost me X amount of dollars. And it's just at least with us, it's not the case. 100%. I, I think it goes back to having that relationship, right? And knowing mm-hmm. knowing who you go to for your legal legal matters. And, you know, we, we tell our business owners, you know, I don't want you to be scared to call me. If we can talk about a contract or a dispute or, a, or anything for 10 minutes and it saves you $10,000, then we win the day. And why wouldn't you call me back for the next issue? 100%. And, and I think that's the biggest, you know, unfortunately you know law firms you know the overhead to run a law firm and 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 the employees and and the cost and stuff are what they are right yeah. and and by all means mike and i are not in this to not make money we're business owners we're, too right that's not the brand right but but at the same time um you know we we have this this kind of policy with our clients that if we take care of you when you call us you're going to call us again yeah. and you're going to call us again. And, and I think I have heard from numerous clients that have transitioned their, their stuff to us that my old law firm, I spent this much money and I never got this. And what I've learned even in the short time that I've been practicing law is one of the things that if we, if you don't try to make a million dollars off of the client that walks in the room, in the, the office, the first time you may make it, 10 years from yeah, now, the whole, whole life of the, and, and, yeah. and I say million dollars, yeah, you know, sure, but whatever. I'm just throwing a, a number out there, but, uh, you know, we, we're not trying to just make money just because you call us. I love that because I, in previous life, I remember talking to an attorney and I thought they were just talking to me until I got this mammoth bill and they were billing, I think by the, how many times I breathed and, <laughs> and I learned quickly, you know, what things, but, but you know, what you're saying is I want to make sure for our audience, you know, you guys have an impeccable brand, get my highest endorsement, do a great job. So you, you're going to get the value. You know, for what I would say, value is equal to price plus services plus you guys. I mean, that's your expertise. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, we're the cheap guys. And so I'm not saying that at all. But you're not trying to just gouge somebody because they, you know, had a two minute question on the phone. Go, here's your bill for my two minutes. Even for me, what I try to do that is say, you know, I think hopefully this will all come back around. Uh, you know, you can't do everything for free, but if you, it's, it's billing somebody per breath, that does leave a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, you guys have people you go support and uh, ask questions to, and if they're billing you for every email, and you're just kind of like, and there are places that that operate that way, one hundred percent. And and so in getting to know you, that is just a in a marketing show, putting that brand out there of saying, you know, well, you're gonna you're gonna get what we, you know what I get from you guys. You get our handshake guys, even though you're attorneys, but you're gonna get what we say we're gonna do. We're not gonna just you know, bill you and then, you know, not get back to you and, you know, that kind of thing. 100%. And and look, I mean, uh, you know, we are results driven, right? Right. So if you're going to hire us, 
we're going to fight for you and we're going to get as best a result as we can. Right. I mean, that's, that's what we do. That's, you know, that's why you're paying us money to be lawyer, to be your lawyers. Um, you know, and, and again, though, you, you want to bring a, or we try to bring a practical approach where, again, if it's a piece of litigation that can take 12 months and it can cost $25,000, can we get it done in 60 days and it's going to cost 5,000, right? So, I mean, now that's also somewhat dependent upon the client and what the client's willing to do. We're lawyers. We try to put you in as best a position as possible. But at the end of the day, the client calls the shots. Right. Right. 100%. And if I, we say, hey, we think you should settle on this number or take this amount. If they say no, then we keep fighting. It's right? like a cash out your chips in Vegas. Right. I have people like uh, a guy was out there was like. I'd get up now. I was like, nope. I'm like, I told you. Yeah. You know, you know, but it's their call. You know, it's a bad example. Well, but, look, you know. The only people that win in litigation <laughs> are the lawyers, right? I mean, because we we when once we get into fight mode and we're trial prep and we're doing all this stuff and we're we're taking all of our resources for our firm to 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 do what we do, um, it gets expensive and it sure. gets expensive quick. And we just we we evaluate the case early on and we try to give good sensical advice to our clients that say look if it goes the distance you're going to end up having to spend spend this but at the same time you you may lose you may lose and, you know, and, put and, all that money and look i mean I, i've been a part of jury trials and bench trials and i'll walk in and i think think it's a sure thing and and you know the judge doesn't see it your way or the jury doesn't see it your way and then on the flip side, I've walked in and thought we were going to lose our tail and walked out and we won. And so you, you, court is a funny thing. It's a, it's a different animal. So, so, you know, and just knowing enough to be dangerous. So you're, you're, you know, someone says, Hey, I've, I've exhausted all possibilities. I'm, I'm going the legal route, you know, and you're probably sitting down and if I'm understanding with the client saying, understand <laughs> this is not a, it's going to be likely expensive and it's not a guarantee. Because I mean, you can't guarantee, oh, you got a good case. Because the case, like you just said, Jason, it may flop in terms of the way people saw it versus, hey, I thought we were 75%, 80%. But, uh, you know, that that's a – so there could be a lot of money and they lose. 100%. Yeah, and also keep in mind, like, if you're an individual and you've got this legal issue and you've exhausted everything you can do to try to resolve it and you haven't been able to. Well, the reason why you probably haven't been able to is because the other person's seeing it in a different perspective. Correct. That you aren't. And maybe the other person's perspective is right, right? And so, you know, you really got to have to kind of think about that. So when a, when a client comes to us and says, I want to sue Jim because he owes me $1,000. <laughs> I've done everything that I can do. We don't say, okay, here's a lawsuit. It's going to be filed before the end of the day. We're going to take the time and say, okay, if her name's Jane, Jane, tell me the story. Why does Jim owe you $1,000? Why is he not paying you? If I were to ask him, why is he not paying you? What's he going to tell me? Does he have a legitimate reason not to? And then once we gather that information, it allows us to have a better conversation and say, okay, here's where he's coming from. Here's what we think we can get done in litigation. Here's how much it's going to cost. Is that something you want to do? And the more we could, ent the more we could educate a client at the front end so they know exactly what they're getting into they make a better informed decision and then we could kind of execute whatever we ultimately agree to. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think that's the, the great way to do it. Cause I hear people all the time. It could be some ridiculous amount of money. Like I'm just going to take them to court. I'm like, I, and I don't <laughs> even know what it costs. Like you're going to go sue somebody over $300. I mean, I'm not exact. Well, you know, and they, they have this, you know, they're threatening people, you know, I'm going to, you're going to court and I'm thinking like, if I really hire people to go, even if the money's due to me, I'm going to spend more, 
then it's even worth. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you don't deal with people, and I know you guys do, y'all are impeccable. And again, I want people to know when I bring people on, you know, I hold us, you know, just in highest regard. But there's a lot of people that, you know, they just don't do what they say they're going to do. And unfortunately, I, I don't have a lot of them in my business life. I don't think you guys either. But the people that do those kind of things, I mean, usually they don't last long in business. And it's a small world, even though it's a big world. You 100%. Know, the world get, word gets around. Um so, you know, if they're going to leave somebody holding the bag with this and that, you know, you just have to realize every once in a while you get a bad apple, but is it worth going full-blown litigation? This is my thoughts of going, I'm going to spend more than I make. Even And some people are like, I don't care. I just want to be right. I'm like, you want to spend more than you're going to make. Now, look, we've, we have some you clients have some that? That, that it's a principal thing, right? And, yeah. and, and it's, a, um, you know, especially business owners that, that are in an industry and they have a name and, and they have to take a stand and, and sometimes it. they spend money to ensure that, that they understand that other people can't do this to them. Well, that's, that's fair. That's um, a different But scenario. no, yeah. I agree with you 100%. You know, we, unfortunately we get some calls sometimes where people, I, I've got a 500 or $1,500 claim and, and then we try to help them get to, you know, magistrate court or, or small claims court, wherever they're living and, and Deal try to help there. walk through that process a little bit. And look, you know, even those conversations, right? I mean, they're not profitable for, for our firm, but I have found, I, I've actually gotten some cases where I spent 10, 15 minutes talking to somebody and having a conversation and explaining some things and answering their calls and just being personable to people. And because you were, I bet. And, and they called back and they said, hey, my brother's getting a divorce and he needs a divorce lawyer. Can you help him? And then we have a new client. And, and, it, and you know, that's, that's the biggest thing I think business owners and, and people that run business have to realize you don't always have to make money. Yes. You there there's sometimes you gotta spend money or spend time to make money later. And and you know, the fact that we're on a marketing show, I, I, I you know, we, we talk about that regularly, Mike and I, and, and try to make sure that what we're putting out there and what we're living by is 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 what we what we do. Yeah, I remember uh, Jason, you and I were same thing and you Jason said something pretty profound, it really hit me. He says, Look, I'm just saying everybody needs a lawyer. You may not want my firm to be your lawyer, but you need a lawyer. And and the point is to say, you know, you, you, you don't just wait. It's, it's, we have a show uh, on on this as network that does funerals, but it's about celebrating life. And he's like, you know, everybody, sometimes if you can plan a little bit in advance, when everybody's in shock, it might be the best time to plan for that. And, you know, people put off stuff, put off stuff. But I agree with you guys. Um, when you do those little things and you're not nickel and diamond people and you give them true guidance and actually – be a human being and talk on the phone. Yeah. Uh, have y'all heard recently the old, I can't believe we got a person. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I'll call people back with my business and they're like, I'm so thankful. I said, and it was a lady the other day with one of our magazines said, she was just asking about how she could get something for a nonprofit out. I picked the phone myself and called her and said, ma'am, if you'll just send it to this email, I'll make sure it gets, she says, thank you so much. But it's funny how those people all of a sudden have referred you to a friend and go, they were so helpful. Yep. And it's it, funny come, you it say, comes back. I was going to say, it's funny you say that because Jason and I have had conversations recently about making sure that we've got people, whether it's us or people that work with us that are answering the phone. Yeah. Because um, we want people to call us and we want someone to say, hello, Weinstein and Black, how we make a friendly we voice. You? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, look, with any business, if you call a business and you end up getting a voicemail, Maybe you're going to leave a voicemail, but odds are you may not, and you're going to go to the next person. And so we do try to be available. We do. The, I mean, obviously, we can't answer every phone call, but we try to do that as much as we can. 
I tell you, it's, it's funny. It, it just, I think that's such a value differentiator, uh, whether, whatever industry you're in, because there's so many people, they, they hide behind voicemail. You can't reach them. They don't respond to email, whatever. And I'm kind of thinking, well, if these are, you know, people inquiring about your services and it takes you forever to get back to them or you don't respond or you halfway respond, they will go somewhere else. You'll never even get a shot to, to talk to them. Look, we we have hard conversations with with our clients, right? I mean, and, and sometimes they're not pleasure, pleasurable experiences. Sometimes our clients are in the wrong and, and they haven't done what they're supposed to. Um you know, my dad used to always joke with me and he used to tell me, you know, you measure your success and it's kind of an old cliche, right? You measure your success by how many diff- difficult conversations that you've had in your, your career. And, you know, I, I think sometimes lawyers don't want to have those hard conversations. They don't want to have to tell their client, hey, look, you're not going to be able to get your visitation with your kids like you wanted, or you're going to have to pay extra child support, or you're going to have to pay $45,000 to the other party because you're in the wrong and you breached your contract. Um, and, and you know, we don't run from, from that. We, we have the conversations and we do what we, we need to do and we, we help our clients through these problems. Yeah, I, I, years ago I had a quote that says, the longer a problem sits, the worse it gets. No and, doubt. you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to tell you the truth, but see, it doesn't get easier by not telling them. It just gets worse because they're like, why? Then they say, why didn't you tell me? So I always, there's the people that avoid that conflict. I don't necessarily enjoy it, but you better hit it head on. 100%. And I know a lot of people don't, which is delays, especially in the legal profession, delays things and, you know, things can get nasty and ugly, I'm sure, real quick, you know. Yeah, and I would say, you know, the other thing is that, you know, one of the things you have to convince clients to do is, you know, they they really have to tell us the truth about the situation, right? Because that's the only <laughs> way we're really going to help them, right? So, I mean, we've we've had clients that come in and they tell us kind of a half a story and then we get involved and then the other shoe drops and it's like they want to get mad at us because you didn't get us a good result. But, you know, if whether you're approaching us or whoever the lawyer may be, they're your lawyer, right? They're the person you're supposed to... Tell everything, good, bad, and the ugly. Um, and that's the best way that we can help people. we got a lot of small business owners, a lot of people listening to this show, whatever, as we come to, to a close. What's, from each of you, one, if you could say one thing to a person, uh, I'll say it first, you know, you know, don't chase the dollar first. That's what that would be mine. But what's one thing, the dollars will come if you do the right thing. What's one thing you would say to a small business owner in whatever field that, that comes from your heart of something you've learned over the years? Mike, you want to have yeah, I mean, I, don't assume something bad's not going to happen, right? Right. So if you're opening a barbershop and you're going to sign a lease agreement, have a lawyer look at the <laughs> lease agreement. It might cost you $500, $750, whatever it may be. Have them look at the lease agreement. Don't assume that the landlord or the other side is going to have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. And not that people are bad people, mm-hmm. but... It's Pay been, something up front to, to make sure you don't run into an issue later on. I mean, I think that's just smart business. I like it. That's what I would say. I, I think I would say to, to business owners, have, have a trustworthy, available lawyer. Have somebody that you have a relationship with that you can depend on to, to give good counsel. And, I, I, you know, that's one thing, you know, when I became a lawyer – and I realized people are, are diligently looking at your, your, uh, you across the table, right? And they're, they're trying to say, 
I'm here for you to tell me exactly how I need to go run my life or make this decision. And, and you need somebody that you truly value and you can believe in what they're telling you. Um, because if you don't trust that, then you can't really have good advice. And, and I think that's important. I love that, man. That's spot on. And, and you know, but both what you said is, is having a sounding board who's going to tell you the truth. And secondly, time, you know, you get contracts written by another pl- person that's trying to get you to do something, which I get all, you know, over the career and they're fine when it's just a generic, but they're written in one, a one way, you know, and, and you, you know, it's, 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 it's sometimes, you know, spend that seven, 800 bucks, make sure you're not spending 10,000 bucks, you know, yep. fighting in six months. So any closing comments you guys would like to say before I close this out to uh, anybody out there listening? And, and then when we go to podcast world, it could be a global audience. But uh, any final things of, uh, in regard to your, your business, your life, or whatever, before I close this out? Um, thanks, Ryan, for, for allowing us to be on the show. Um, you know, I think uh, in, the, in the next couple of years, you'll see some big things out of Weinstein and Black. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we have a, a vision to, to grow this thing into something big. Um, we currently are accepting new clients. Okay. Um, so if, uh, if anybody ever is, is looking for a lawyer, we'll be glad to, to talk to them. And if we're not the right people, we'll be glad to try to help find them the right people. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And I love the growth. You guys are doing it right. And, and Mike, do you have anything? Oh, well, I certainly appreciate you, uh, allowing us to come on oh, your, uh, global podcast. <laughs> this is a, this is a first for me, so I've enjoyed it. I appreciate it. And, uh, uh, yeah, I would I would echo Jason. We uh, you know we try to do the right thing by people. Um, we are a growing firm. We've got offices in Atlanta uh, and Jefferson. You know, it's funny. Jason was talking about Jefferson, and I'm kind of you know I'm a New York Jewish guy, and I didn't really know <laughs> from Jefferson and, and North Georgia, and it really is just it's always a breath of fresh air, yeah. right? Just to hang out with you know. Um, that group and community and how important it is and everyone's got each other's back. And, you know, in a small sense, you know, we think we've got our clients backs and we do want to, we, we, you know, we want to do the right thing by people and that's what we try to do. Well, I appreciate y'all both saying that. And again, I want our listeners to know you guys both, uh, in terms of integrity and ethics. Yes. You have the word attorney, but do it the right way. And, uh, I, I'll make sure, by the way, before I forget, what's the best way they can contact you as your website uh, well, phone number? yeah, we've got um, our office numbers, 404-228-2629. Um, I always give out my cell phone number because I think it's always easier to get me on my cell phone, which is 404-451-4730. Um, our website is almost done, yep. but it's wblegal.net. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's totally fine, and we'll get, we'll get that out. Um, okay, well... Jason Black and uh, Michael Weinstein, I appreciate y'all being my guest today on Market Matters. My friends, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to close this out. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another Market Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the country and suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. Until next time, thanks for my super guest, Jason Black, Michael Weinstein of Weinstein and Black. Appreciate you tuning in for this show. This has been another Marketing Matters, folks. And until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R Y A N S A U E R S.com.